Just Haycon Norded, bro. <laughs> you what? Haycorn Norded. I can't fucking. <laughs> I can't speak. What the fuck is that? The Haycorn Nuts. The Acorn Nuts. They're Haycorn Nuts. I mean, like, it's, it's what Piglet eats. It's weird, because, like. Live in the studio. Yeah. Yeah. We got a bit of an audience. We do. Should be a good um, one. It took me a second because I, I didn't see the connection between like <laughs> an obviously sexual noise and, and a Winnie a, the Pooh movie. What's a nort? Yeah, that's that's why it's funny. <laughs> Is it funny? <laughs> when you got to explain it, it makes it funnier, right? Yeah, so like what was the thought in your head when I told you I wanted to go watch the new Winnie the Pooh movie? I didn't want to see it. Because, <laughs> why? Because Winnie the Pooh is my childhood yeah and i don't know it looked super dark let's pause that right quick and you got to do your intro responsibilities we forgot about it fuck all right this is the shaky frame podcast we talk about movies sometimes first things first we're gonna give a shout to my haley's grave for letting us use that intro music slash matthew mitchell stevens for letting us record in his loft Mm -hmm. i'm daniel sims i'm devin bowling there we go. And now let's n- organically transfer back into the conversation I stopped you in. And, <laughs> but no, it, uh, it just looked super dark and sad. I don't feel like crying. Bro, today. that first scene, like the intro scene, they creep me out. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah. They look too real. And I, I, I was expecting like CGI, but it was like a weird mixture between like a sock puppet. It was like the Muppets. Like, yeah. And then like a little bit of CGI. I look like a Muppet. Old Fozzie. Yeah, you look like Oscar the Grouch's retarded cousin. If anything, he... He is the retarded cousin. Right. I mean, I'm the sober cousin, <laughs> right? At least like, at least I don't have drug problems like Oscar does. That's true. I mean, if you don't get the subtext from Sesame Street, are you really even watching it? That's why he's trash, bro. <laughs> he lives in a trash can. He's trash. True story. Anyways. Moving on. What made you want to watch it? Because Obi-Wan Kenobi was going to hang out with Winnie the Pooh. What the fuck do you mean? Why did I... What What do you mean? That's a good point. Honestly, I wanted to watch it because the two movies I wanted to go watch don't come out to the 10th, and we needed a placeholder. I don't know why you want to go watch those movies. Why? We'll get to them. We'll get to them eventually. Because they're going to be... Please never shit on a movie. Okay. Every movie we've ever done, okay. except for Walk Hard, we've given like above average reviews and you still gave an above average review because it's a funny fucking movie (laughs) (laughs) you you just want to pause this (laughs) and go outside we're talking about this we've been friends long enough it's just time before we start fist fighting each other it's time to fight (laughs) but anyways it was amazing no I 100% Winnie the Pooh (laughs) He's he's just innocent. He's the Bill Murray of the animated world. Yeah, he's just innocent. He he he's what? He's that little piece of your life. Bill Murray. Bill Murray's a real life Winnie the Pooh, and that makes me want to su- like suck him off more. Um, the intro sequence. Well, at first I was creeped out. Then like the homeboys started getting into the deep conversations, and like I love the like references back to the original liter- literature and il- illustrations. Yeah. Like, they were just flashes, and then they would bring that scene into real life. Yeah. I thought that was a really risky choice, but I thought it paid off because it cemented in my mind the nostalgia for, like, the animated version and the book version of Winnie the Pooh. 
And uh, this movie wasn't what I thought it was going to be. Not at all. Like, the whole time we were watching it, not really the whole time, but the first probably half hour or so, I kept finding myself thinking, like, I can't see where the conflict is going to be. I see no setup for conflict. And then Christopher Robin was killing people in World War II. Yeah. I was like, okay, we're getting getting down the right road. And then uh, I thought I thought it was uh, it took it took me a couple minutes to get on board with it, but once I did, like literally, there would be ten minutes where I was laughing my ass off, and then ten minutes where I was visibly weeping in the movie theater. It was so fun. Like mm-hmm. there were moments where we were giggling like children. I, no, there were children in there. Yeah, and we were laughing harder than they were. Yeah, what does that it say was, about us? It was so nostalgic. Yeah, like, like everything was perfect about this movie. Winnie the fucking Pooh, man. Winnie the Pooh, dude. What did he say? Uh, no, this was the, the the balloon thing. No, no. Uh, J. Bo, Justin Bowen is a friend of ours. He was telling me about um. There's a book called The Tao of Pooh, mm-hmm. and it's like explaining Taoist principles through <laughs> Winnie the Pooh, and like the cover is Winnie the Pooh like dressed in traditional like Chinese clothing, and like I ordered it on Amazon <laughs> right after we left the movie theater, so I'm down. Good Lord. I need an audio book though, with the Winnie the Pooh voice. I want a completely illustrated audio book of Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> so movie. How would they could they just describe the pictures? I guess. It's like audio porn. You ever check that <laughs> shit out? Nope. No, dude. It's nope. awesome. <laughs> it's, uh, go on Pornhub and look up audio porn. <laughs> it's just... Is it it's, just moans and groans? No, it's audio files. It's just an audio file and you play it and they like in full detail describe what would be happening if you weren't blind. So it's like... It's, it's erotic, like, dude. I dig it. It's like <laughs> penthouse forums. But audible for the ears, and then, and like if it if it's like an Asian lady, it, they get super racist, dude. If it's an Asian lady, yeah. they'll have like an Asian lady come in and do the accent. Oh god! Like in the middle of like it's, I'm a, I'm gonna make you listen to it when we stop. Alt right porn, bro. Gotta love it. Alt right porn. <laughs> <laughs> so just pictures of Rand Paul just like bent over a Camaro. Richard Spencer, what are you talking about? Jordan, I want the Jordan, full Jordan Nazi. Peterson. He's not all right. Apparently to the media he is. This is true. I took my glasses off before we started and I cannot read my phone. <laughs> uh, so what's your favorite part of that, about this movie? Mine? Yeah. Dude, Winnie the fucking poo, dude. Like and that. how dangerously close when in character voice the uh the the voice of Tigger sounded to saying the N word. I thought that was pretty comical. <laughs> Like in moments of high action, Tigger'd say his name, and I'm like, eh. walking the line there, fella. It was nice though. It <laughs> added a little air of adulthood to hey, the movie. Tigger's offend, bro. <laughs> They're the best offenders in the world. No, because he literally spelled his name T I double Gur, and I was like, uh, <laughs> you got the hard R on <laughs> Disney. You're walking the line. This is dangerous. It was. Um, I did feel I. About, not directly about the movie, but about going in to watch the movie. You were late. Yeah. And not only did I get weird looks from the old people and the families that were in the theater, but when I told the, what the fuck do you call him, a ticket person? The cashier? I don't... Sure. 
stub jockey. The stub. Let's get that started. <laughs> yeah, when I told the stub jockey, when I was, and like I said it in my lowest voice, I was like, one for Christopher Robin. And she, <laughs> like, she almost didn't give it to me. Like She go. was worried for the safety of the children in the movie theater. You got to hit that. <laughs> one for Christopher Robin, Start hitting please. Start Texas whistle. <laughs> I I just thought it was funny because I thought you were going to go into it and I was going to kind of look like a child and you were just not going to enjoy it. No, 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 I loved it. I'm glad you did cuz I didn't want this podcast to be 45 minutes of you shitting on me about it. Cuz you would have. You've yeah. done it before. It just had to be done perfectly, which I think it was. I can't think of a scene in that movie that was not necessary. Yeah. And there wasn't a scene in that movie that I didn't enjoy. Yeah. When they're running through the train station, though, is... That's my favorite line, dude. It's some of the funniest shit I've ever seen in my life. Can we get a balloon? We don't don't need a balloon. No, but I I want it very, very much. (laughs) Dude, I feel that. That's why I weigh 250 pounds. That's why I fucking smoke cigarettes. Winnie the Pooh's teaching me shit about myself I didn't know. That's why Pooh is just pure innocence. Mm -hmm. He doesn't understand, like... The cultural stigma behind a talking bear with a balloon. And I, he doesn't care. I do have to say, I wanted to murder Ewan McGregor multiple times in this movie. <laughs> so just, dude, shut the fuck up. Follow the talking bear into the woods. Let That's poop. literally the only thing you have to do. And I d- it hurt my feelings, dude. I like, that was kind of the beauty of the movie. Like, I didn't, f- there were times where I didn't feel like I was watching a movie. I felt like I was watching like a friend. And that's, yes. Like, I don't know what it is. I don't know why. Because I mean, there's not hundreds, but there's multiple characters, not like Winnie the Pooh, but similar enough that I feel like it should give me that feeling. And either the director and the scriptwriter nailed it so well that it just got me, or it's just like because Pooh is iconic. I think it's a little bit of both. What are, what's your history like with Winnie the Pooh? This is going to get a little dark. Let's go for it. So, um, <clears throat> when I was a youngster, mm-hmm. probably four or five, um, I had a step-grandmother who lived down in Florida, so we didn't get to see her very often. Anyway, she came down with uh, brain cancer mm. ended up dying from it. It's pretty hot. I'm sorry. But um, she gave me a little poo doll. That I've a had. little poo tank? Yeah. I've your had dying, your dying step grandmother gave you some poo tang. See, this is why. This is why we can't have intelligent conversations. <laughs> this is why I don't want to be friends with you. <laughs> then why do you keep hanging out with me? Go ahead. I'll stop. You're an I'll addiction. stop. I'll stop. I am, dude. I, I'm addicted. <laughs> it's because I smoke so much nicotine. <laughs> like if you touch me, I give you a nicotine high, and you start wanting more. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But um, she gave me a little poo doll, and just like I've always <laughs> associated that with her. Yeah. And I don't know just always touched me like i can't remember god that was yeah caroline caught that one it always touched me who touched me bro i can't remember like watching winnie the pooh as a child but like did you ever go to my mama's house like my great-grandmother before she passed away yeah you know the sunroom in the back yeah i spent countless hours out there like because she had like an illustrated like omnibus of winnie the pooh and i spent countless hours out there flipping through it or it being read to me or me reading it to like my grandma I, yeah that's that my parents always called me weird because i didn't want stories read to me i wanted to read stories to people 
And I mean, I, I don't know. I just get pleasure from satisfying people orally. <laughs> <laughs> See what I did there? Slick. See, oral, Slick. O-R-A-L, oral, A-U-R-A-L. I'm just, uh, I'm just out here being a linguist, though. dude. You are a wordsmith. I need a corn cob tobacco pipe and a top hat right now. Or not. <laughs> can we not? Do Why that? do you always shoot my fucking dreams down, dude? Like, can you just not let me be me? Because they're a little outlandish. Uh, that's established. <laughs> but <laughs> we all know, dude. I do too much. Dude, don't turn me down. You're clipping like fuck. It's probably because I got the fucking mic in my mouth. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be like last week We should make mouth sounds the whole time I think this one's a little bit better than that Like as a like, What do you mean? Just sounding I don't know the, Like I'm I'm into ASMR And it's cool to hear myself Make an accidental ASMR video <laughs> But we learned but Have you that. seen the bitch that eats pickles? <laughs> have you seen that? I need some more uh, explanation Oh there. my god it's this lady. She has like bright red lipstick on, mm-hmm. and she does ASMR videos of her just eating a pickle. Bro, they need to make an ASMR it's, of the grapefruit lady. It's the worst thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> do you see that could be the grapefruit lady or an excited horse? <laughs> or both. See, we could do what those fucking sounds of the rainforest fucking tapes used to do, and just release the same sounds in nine different names. That's how we make our money. Cut. God. Fuck you! Why? You're just on my ass tonight. Nah, we were gonna go start doing that. Oh, well, I <laughs> now I feel like an asshole. <laughs> I'd, I'd rank this probably our fourth most confrontational podcast. Yeah, I don't know why. I don't either. I think it's because I can see your nipple and I'm kind of intimidated. Like, <laughs> thanks just staring me, man. Uh. See. The people in the room can't hear the little noises I'm doing yeah. with my mouth and it's right there in your ear. <laughs> oh, Lord. Believe oh, it or not, Lord. this is not our worst podcast. If we have any subscribers, they're gone now. <laughs> <laughs> we do, but they're all like Korean bots. I bid you farewell. Yeah. Starting from scratch, dude. <laughs> yeah. You, you got to deconstruct to construct. Exactly. That's the way I like to look at it. Another thing I thought they did real well was capture the si- like simultaneously the difference between Christopher Robin. What was his daughter's name? Madeline? Yeah. The difference between Christopher Robin and Madeline and then the similarities. Like because Christopher Robin had turned into this like cog in a machine, like standard like adult in a factory type thing. Yeah. He had like directly like repressed all of the things as a child that he enjoyed in his daughter because he experienced the real world and once given like left to her own devices and kind of let her be herself it's reminiscent of the Christopher Robin you see in the beginning of the movie yeah I thought that had a nice duality to it it was nice mm-hmm. um what I love is I thought the like realistic looking poo and piglet and all them was gonna be weird mm-hmm. and I wasn't gonna like it but it made it so much more real. Like, it it made it better. I wanted well, it, to fucking hug It poop. grew on me. Yeah. It grew on me as we went along. And what I loved about it was when they would, like, play nap time. Like, they were simultaneously real and looked animated. Like, they looked like they could be alive. But then when they 
played nap time, they looked like stuffed animals. Yeah. It had that, like, Toy Story-esque mm-hmm. vibe to it. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. We waited too long to do this after the we movie. Did. It's been a while. Because I had a head full of shit when we left the theater. Did you write anything down? Yeah, I wrote a bunch of notes. Not a bunch. You got your glasses on? No. No, I'm just kind of squinting at it. We're fucked. Uh, kind of on the same page of what I was just talking about. I loved how they showed, uh, like, you see Madeline. Thank you, Mitch. There we go. I got my old peepers on here now. Uh, (laughs) They show you, they show you, like, how unlike Madeline is in, like, unlike, fuck me, dude. How how much Madeline is unlike. How much Madeline is unlike Christopher Robin. Yeah. And they kind of make her just kind of seem like like a little bitch. They yeah. do because I mean she she's throwing shit and stuff like that and like like it, I never felt that at all. I felt I did nothing but sorry for her the entire time. Yeah, because all she wanted to do was hang out with her dad. I guess I'm just heartless then. Yeah, you're kind of a dick. <laughs> Not like because in the Winnie the Pooh stories, Christopher Robin's the guy that has all the solutions. And all and they, and they touch on that when he goes back to the Thousand Acre Wood and he fights the. Human elephant. What is it called? <laughs> Heffalump. <laughs> Booyah. This is why we have you here. Oh, booyah. But, uh... <laughs> but, uh, They show, like... They... Christopher Robin is the problem solver. He's, like, the natural leader of, like, the... Whatever the fuck the things are in the forest. Like, what would you call them? Are they animals? I don't know. They're... They're the friends in the hundred acre woods. Yeah, I don't. But uh, I mean, yeah, they are all animals. But when but. presented the opportunity of freedom and self reliance, Madeline quickly became extremely similar to Christopher Robin, like leading the animals. And I hope there's a sequel. Yeah. Where it's her adventures in the wood. That's kind of what I hope for. Madeline Robbins. Yeah, I'd watch it, dude. I'd watch it. I'd watch it. Is there has there ever been a live action Winnie the Pooh movie? No. No? No. Well, they nailed it. Yeah. They're bringing all this stuff into live action, which I like and hate at the same time. I'm ready for The Lion King, just for the sheer fact that Donald Glover's playing Simba. James Earl Jones is Mufasa. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking Darth Vader is Mufasa. Seth Rogen's Pumbaa. That's true. Was he really? Well, he's going to be live action Mufasa, too. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> All right, we got some passionate individuals know, in here today. Jesus. Like, I was surprised they showed the war scene, though. Nah, I was, really. no, because I had no idea that I thought it was going to be like a problem in the wood. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like a heffalump or whatever. Slinging wood, I mean, uh, causing problems in the wood. Yeah. And, like, I didn't know it was going to be about, like, Christopher Robin losing his way and, like, forgetting to do nothing. Yeah. And I'm surprised. It's a Disney movie. It was PG. And, like, I'm not saying the war scenes were graphic or anything. It wasn't Saving Private Ryan or nothing like that. But there was explosions. There was an explosion. There was two. 
There's a smaller one than the big one. I was surprised they showed Ewan McGregor's character, Christopher Robin, like in a sling. Like, I'm surprised they showed casualties from war in a PG Disney movie. Yeah. This movie had a lot more emotional depth than I would normally attribute to a PG movie, though. I know. It, it, like, it kind of, because, like, I feel like at this age, like, the age, like, we are, like, it's very much about, like, doing something and moving and moving forward and like becoming an adult this is a word that doesn't exist and that's what and even though Christopher Robin was much older I would probably 35 36 you'd say even though he was much older like I watched him go through all of those things like in that movie and one Ian McGregor's a fantastic actor but it kind of touched my heart dude I feel like I just need to start doing nothing exactly and I love how they touched on it the entire movie Mm mm-hmm by going through the nothing comes from nothing phase mm-hmm. and then eventually bringing it back to nothing. The very best somethings yeah. come from nothing. Exactly. So I'm just going to stop doing this podcast. <laughs> I don't need to be told to do nothing. I do nothing 90% well, of the time Well, I think it's anyway. like it's a metaphysical nothing. Yeah. Because, I mean, like the things Jesus. that you really... What? All right. <laughs> Philosophizer. I've been reading a lot of Carl Jung. <laughs> uh, like, I really feel like the things that you enjoy doing like when we're podcasting like i don't feel like this is a job yeah uploading it to the fucking internet fuck that shit i hate it but like oh. actually doing the podcast i don't feel like it's a job because i mean we have conversations like this anyways and like playing music or writing or any of those things like i don't feel like i'm doing something i just feel like what i'm doing what i'd be doing anyways and yeah. that's kind of the like little glimmer of knowledge i gained from that is I don't know, kind of just do what you love. That's beautiful, man. I make you cry. <laughs> yeah, I cried, dude. Like when we were watching it, I cried. Did you? Yeah. I welled up a little bit. I didn't cry in like the like really like fulfilling emotional moments. I cried when Ewan McGregor was being an asshole to my boy Pooh. Yeah, when he said, um, "Just go away." No, just let me go. Just oh my god. Just let me go. Oh god. Dude. Shit hurt my heart, dude. Yeah. What did you not like about it? Nothing. <laughs> at first, <laughs> at first, I didn't like the um, puppets. I mm-hmm. guess we're gonna call them, but they grew on me. The little girl's haircut was fucking weird. <laughs> Can we bash a child real quick? I bash child weekly. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> that was too easy. You yeah. set me up for that. I expect you to be a decent human being. You should know Look by now that it's too high of an I'm expectation. I'm the fucking asshole now. But um, I'm sure it was like accurate for the time. But God damn, it Bashing bothered a child. me. No, her fucking hair. Run around and bash kids in 1950s England. I'm sure they did. Fuck. I'm sure they do now. <laughs> Except it's not in England. It's in like Alabama. Mississippi. Hey, we're in Alabama. We're in Alabama. We can't bash it. Damn it. Yeah, we can. Can we agree? <laughs> <laughs> Got a strong yee-yee from my right side. Oh, you're right. You're yeah. right. There are... You <laughs> <laughs> had to check. Oh, God. No, dude, I used to get fucking bullied when I played football because our middle linebacker would call out, like, which way the play was going, right or left, every time for six years of my life. I had to know. <laughs> I had to make sure. You had to double check. It didn't go the wrong way. Which side makes an L? I don't know. The left side. 
fucking A. All right, they're both C's right now, so I don't know what to do with that. <laughs> I guess I got to go center. Is that what that means? Yeah. All right. No, um, I kind of got upset when there were scenes that Pooh was not in. Yeah, I mean, he was the heart and soul. I got to look movie. up who wrote this fucking movie. And they pulled a lot of Pooh's lines from the original text, but there's a lot of things they didn't. And it was so fucking snappy. Yeah. Dude, like, Pooh was clapping back. Dude, I still have my porn pulled up. Shit. <laughs> Hearing Christopher Robin try to explain, like, you know, Tiggers, Tiggers bounce and stuff like that yeah. to his wife was the best thing ever. Mm-hmm. Like, that was probably one of my favorite parts when they're driving to find Madeline and he's trying to explain that she ran off with Pooh and Tigger and Piglet and Eeyore. Okay, so I, I was looking up like the wiki on this so I could read who wrote it, but I saw a headline, top stories about Christopher Robin. Christopher Robin will not be released in China because people are comparing the Chinese leader to Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> no, lo- Have you look, seen that meme? Look at the fucking picture. It's amazing. Look at that. <laughs> That's fucking gold, dude. The internet is a savage, savage it's place. It's a magical place. It's not magical. <laughs> it yeah, literally it takes the magic out of things. No, it's got every side of magic. It's yeah. got the mystic- Like the most magical mysticism. the internet has ever been for me is when I wore VR goggles and beat my meat. That really kind of did it for me. But uh, We're just I'm killing. Alienating everyone. I'm literally just saying shit so Mitchell keep choking on his beer. <laughs> I'm hoping to hear a. Right. Uh, the screenplay was written by Alex Ross Perry, Allison Schroeder, and Tom McCarthy. Well, okay. Just like, I guess. Thank you. I mean, fuck, dude. But well, you do that what you want. I don't know what you're going to do. I'm, I mean, probably nothing. Yeah. But mm-hmm. I'll have it in the back of my mind now. How fucking soft did Piglet look? I wanted to punt Piglet across the fucking Hundred Acre Woods, dude. Why? Did you not like him? Piglet has always annoyed me. He's so cute. He's so just fucking Piglet, you know? Eeyore was perfect, dude. Eeyore was amazing. The voice, the lines. I don't like uh, Rabbit. Never dug Rabbit. I never liked Rabbit either, but he wasn't in it a whole and lot. It, the, I did not like the way they, uh, I don't know, the kangaroos, the yeah. mama one and then Rue, they looked weird. Because yeah. you only see them in full body a couple times, but they... They didn't have the like same felt look uh-uh. that everybody else had. Uh-uh. And then, like, what's the decision to make the owl like a cgi animation of an owl instead of the same things that everybody else was i don't understand that i and the rabbit as well like i guess because they're the like rabbit looked nothing like his like cartoon counterpart i I don't know why they did it with rabbit but but owl owl, does look like an owl so i get that and it would have been yes Okay, so Rosie's telling us that those are actual animals, and they're stuffed animals. Pooh, Piglet, they're stuffed animals. I'm assuming Rue. The fuck are they doing out in the middle of the woods? They're hanging out with Christopher Robin. Like, is there no like negative side effects from being out in the weather all the fucking time? You think the fur would start to fall off? Pooh looks so tattered. But Pooh didn't look tattered. He He just looked a little dusty. Looked a little tired. <laughs> dusty, dude. <laughs> a little Had a little bit dusty. nature's salt on it, you know what I mean? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. 
Dude, I keep learning words off the internet. <laughs> it blows my fucking mind, dude. <laughs> and nine times out of ten, they're from Theo Vaughn. Or Urban Dictionary. I think Theo Vaughn gets them from Urban Dictionary. But my favorite one right now is a silk curtain in reference to um, ejaculating on random objects. I like so, that. It's a I silk like curtain. That. It makes it sound so much nicer. Yeah. Then, you know, Come get this silk curtain, baby. I, I just like spewed seminal fluid and <laughs> semen all over something. It doesn't, it doesn't have the same ring to it. If it's seminal, it, I'm not even going to get into that. You know what? You probably shouldn't. I'm not. Because I'm just going to disagree with you just to disagree. Yeah, even though you're biologically wrong. If you say I'm, I'm biologically fluid, the wrong gender. <laughs> <laughs> I'm biologically want, the wrong race. Yeah. You know, I see that, though, because you're white, but, like, you could pass for Spanish, Pacific Islander, like, maybe half Asian. Like, Asian people yeah. might look at you like you know a little something. Yeah. And, <laughs> <laughs> like, this dude might know the proper way to grease a duck. I'm not sure. And I do. I got him. You got him. I got, got him. him. I've been waiting on it. <laughs> He's choking on beer right now. I love it. It's okay, buddy. <laughs> but um, second person I made cry today. First one was myself. <laughs> <laughs> I like having an audience, dude. I don't because then we don't talk about the movie at all. It's funny how like when we go do stand-up comedy and try to be funny, we bomb completely. Yeah, and then when. We're in front of people and, and like we're not on a stage. I can make them laugh and You're you funny can make and them I laugh. Just bomb. But um, anyways, <laughs> fucking dick, dude. I'm trying to talk to you about something. <laughs> I'm trying to tell you how I feel, and you keep cutting me off. <laughs> Snap. Dude, I wish I. Please. How do you tell what time we're at? At the bottom. We're at 30 minutes. Oh. Ha- oh. See you right there. Because when me and Sean did our podcast, when he stepped in for you that week, I yes. had no idea what time it was. It's right, I mean, it's right there. I see it now. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> All right. I don't think we're going any further. With I, do, I do. I do. I do. I do. I do. I got a couple things I want to talk about. Okay. Go for it. One, how... And by a couple things, I mean one thing. Yeah. But <laughs> movie trailers are, like, extremely dishonest. They are. Extremely. The, like This trailer lied to me. The trailer for Lost in London, which is the only movie we've both ever given a 10 out of 10, it's that Garfield movie. Yeah. Well, Woody Harrelson and Willie Nelson. Um, I'd watch it. Like, that trailer led me to believe it was going to be like a gutbuster comedy. And like we covered that when we did that. This trailer led me to believe it was going to be like extremely like cut and dry, like childish, like not stupid humor, but like I don't know, just like innocent comedy throughout the entire movie. And that was not as all what it was. My beard, my feet are going to be sticky now. Not as sticky as mine. Ooh. So oh, Mitch gave me an open beer that I thought was closed. Let me hit this guy. I gave you an open beer because they want to crack it with the podcast going. Oh, fuck it. We were talking about ASMR anyway. Fuck it, I'm just going to leave it there. I literally tried to knock people off a porch with a door in the middle of a podcast before, so cracking a beer is not that bad. Yeah. I was just trying to be courteous, you know? 
Thanks, buddy. Dude, we appreciate it. We're doing it. that fucking no fast food shit right now, and like no snack cakes, and this tastes exactly like a fucking honey bun. So it's perfect. You just made my life so much harder. <laughs> You're not making his life hard. You're making his dick hard. I just came and coughed at the same time. I'm done now, so it's just kind of hypersensitive. So, like, it's just kind of making me uncomfortable at this point. <laughs> no, but it trailers are misleading. And the only reason we went and saw this movie today is because the two I wanted to see were not out. But I was surprised. So I feel like there's no point in them being dishonest. Because if they would have, like, if they would have done an honest trailer for what this movie actually was going to be, I would have wanted to go see it. Like, I'm glad I saw it. Like, this is probably in the top four best movies I've seen this year. Yeah, for sure. That's all I had to say. What's the rating you giving it? Me? Yeah. Um, Give the old smack a do. Go to Out of 10. ten, yeah. Go to ten. Uh, seven. Seven. I'm at a six and a half. Dude, I like how the only time we've deviated from six, like six, like halves and holes. So when Sean came on, did you hear his rating at the end of the podcast? It's like six point two five or something. Yeah, dude, like he went like three decimal places in. Yeah. Like you're never doing this again. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Let's say seven. Yeah, I'm gonna give it a seven because like lumps of nostalgia, just big, thick, heavy lumps. Oh yeah. Uh, I thought it was sharply written, so that's a plus. I like kind of the British like dry comedy it was, style. Yeah, it was witty, and I thought that was sharply written. There was nothing, however, that like made me walk away from it. It was just like Jesus Christ. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it was good. I'll probably watch it again. I want my nephew to watch it and stuff like that. Like Sean, not my younger nephews, but um, both of them. Why not? Because they have the attention span of like a Down syndrome squirrel. So That's to true. get them to sit down on a movie with emotional depth is not going to happen. Like my fucking nephew's favorite show is like about monster trucks. That have become people. <laughs> like it's just monster trucks. That's my favorite movie too, bro. Why are you bashing me? Because it's shit. <laughs> like all of the shit my nephew, my nephews watch, except for Jax, because Jax watches anime, <laughs> and like he doesn't watch like Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> like he watches like the anime where they're like cooking, but the food's so good they have orgasms. I know, and he's like six. So I mean, either he's gonna be a serial killer, which probably might happen considering his bloodline. Or he's going to, like, you know, orgasm when he eats food. So both things not that bad. Yeah. Both things not that bad. You ready to rap? I mean, I guess if you are, you don't yeah. seem pretty into this. I'm not. I know. I, I <laughs> could tell, dude. <laughs> okay. Um, a hip hop. A hip. No, I'm not going to do that. If you're out there listening, follow us on Instagram, follow us on Twitter subscribe on the podcast app if you don't have that just listen to it on the internet it's real real quick you can go straight to Pornhub right after and get that bad taste out of your mouth so uh that's kind of gonna <laughs> what the purple pussy gang is that what you just hashtag said hashtag purple pussy gang, yep. gang we get shot now gang gang <laughs> alright see y'all